Hello everyone, I'm Jonathan Little. We're here today with episode 322 of Weekly Poker Hand. I want to thank you for being here with me. We have one more hand from this game at Texas Card House Live, TCH Live on YouTube. Check them out. Also, if you want to learn more about poker, check out my site, pokercoaching.com. I have loads and loads of content there for free. You can get a free membership that gives you a little bit of access to the site, so check it out. Andre opens under the gun, Pocket Kings to $19. I believe they're playing 136 at the moment. They are very deep stacked. Full turn to Lucas in the hijack seat with Ace and Nine of Hearts. Very, very easy call. Ace Nine of Hearts is a hand you definitely want to see the flop with in position, playing somewhat deep stacked. Looks like everyone else folds. We're going to go to the flop. While they're taking their time putting the board out, click like, click subscribe. I would appreciate it. It costs you literally nothing and lets the computers know that you all like my work. Flop comes. Ace, king, four. A dream flop. No flush draws available. This is a scenario that a lot of people mess up. With the pocket kings in this situation, you just want to bet. Don't slow play. Don't get tricky. Don't get fancy. If your opponent has an ace, you want to win a big pot. And when they don't have an ace, take a second, think about it. What hands are they most likely to have? Well... It's going to be some unpaired hand. However, if you think about the unpaired hands, if it's one of the hands that has a gut shot straight draw, like queen-jack suited, or jack-10 suited, or queen-10 suited, or queen-10 offsuit, if they drill their magic card on the turn to give them a straight, you're going to lose a load of money. And then also, if they do have a hand like 9-8 suited, they're not going to bluff the flop. They're just going to check-check the flop because it's kind of clear when you check the flop, you probably have some marginal made hand that's just not going to fold all that often. So you're not going to really induce a whole lot of bluffs. And when your opponent does improve to a hand that wants to put in a lot of money, very often it's going to be a hand that beats you. You're going to find that in general when you do have middle set or bottom set specifically, you just want to be betting using a pretty big size trying to get money in the pot. Because if your opponent has an ace, they're never folding. All right, so pot's 42 bucks. I think a bet of um, 25 is fine. He does go 20 you may say, but what if they don't have anything? Yeah, well, you're not going to win a pot. Sorry. <laughs> the thing is, is when you're slow playing, you want to make sure your opponent can slow play. Or when you slow play, your opponent can catch up to a hand that you still beat that also wants to put in a lot of money. And, you know, sure, like if, if you're against pocket sevens and they drill a seven on the turn, you might stack them. But that's, that's not going to happen very often. Quite likely when they do catch up to a hand that wants to put in a lot of money, it's going to be a straight. And, um, well, last time I looked at the hand ranking chart, Straight speed sets. All right, turns a nine, which is the dream card for for Andre. Lucas thinks it's the dream card for him, but if he's a good poker player, he's going to realize this is a good hand, but still a marginal made hand because he loses to aces, kings, nines, it's unlikely, pocket fours, and ace king. And if your opponent is going to continue blasting with a worse hand, it's usually going to be something like ace queen, ace jack, ace ten. And if you raise him on the turn, He's very likely just to lay it down immediately, which would be terrible for you with ace-nine, right? So this is a spot where playing at $800 deep right now, $82 in the pot. If you're Andre, you want to bet big, um, something like $65 or $70. Something a lot of people do wrong in this spot is they just bet $30, $40, $50 trying to ensure they get called. But think about what you're trying to get called by at this point, right? If your opponent has a four, they're not going to call, right? They'd be insane to call unless they have like exactly five four clubs for a backdoor flush draw. And they're going to call any amount with that, right? So if they have a flush draw, they're going to call any amount. And if they have an ace, 
they're gonna call any amount that's reasonable. So if pot's 82, bet big, bet like 70 bucks because the ace is literally never folding. You wanna get more money in the pot so you can make a big river bet. Pots grow exponentially in pot limit games and no limit hold'em games. And you wanna make sure that you play big pots with your big hands and that's exactly what we're looking at here, especially when you don't block the most obvious hand your opponent has and the most obvious hand your opponent has or could have is pretty good, like top pair. All right, Andre loads out a bet, 55 bucks. I think that's too small. He's definitely gonna extract more value from ace 10, ace queen, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Lucas does call. It's a good call by Lucas. You do not wanna raise here because if you raise and get action, you're hating it. River's a jack, which is also bad for Lucas. He still has to call any river bet. So again, think about what you're trying to get called by here, or here in the, if you're Andre. You're trying to get called by ace-queen, ace-jack, ace-ten, ace-nine, ace-five, something like that. So the pot's 192. You're going to want to bet pretty big. I think 175, 150. The alternative line is to bet really tiny if you think that Lucas is especially loose and aggressive and will battle. But a lot of people are not actually all that loose and aggressive and they don't battle. Instead, if you just bet 50 bucks here, he's just going to call you with his ace-nine and move on with his life. So in this scenario, I think you do just want to go big. Also, going big allows you to bluff with a lot of hands. And you don't actually have all that many bluffs here, but if you did have some bluffs, it'd be pretty nice to be able to bluff them, wouldn't it? Um, but in reality, in 1-3 cash games, most of the time in these situations, your opponent's just going to have an ace and they're not going to fold, as long as you don't bet egregiously large. I'm not saying bet like 300 here. I'm saying bet something like 175, 150, something like that. That's just going to extract maximum value. He does throw out a bet of 125. So again, slightly smaller than I would have bet. Ace-9 is obviously going to call. He has no real option here, even though the board ran out pretty bad. Um, he does lose to lots of hands here. He just got to call. He can't fold this. So easy call. I think Lucas played this hand great, by the way. Um, a lot of people would have lost a lot more money here. They would have perhaps raised the turn or perhaps raised the river. Like, I could kind of get behind raising the turn, but I, I would never do it playing very deep stacked like this because whenever you are beat, it's just detrimental. And on the river, you definitely can't raise because now you lose to like random pocket jacks and random queen 10, right? And random king jack. So I like the way Lucas played it. Notice here, in Andre's shoes, a lot of people are happy with this result because he won the pot. But notice that if you just bet an extra 20 or $30 on the turn, that would allow you to bet an extra 30 or 40 or $50 on the river. And that would have resulted in Andre winning an additional 40, 50, 60, $70, depending on exactly how it went down. And if you win on average 60 extra dollars in these scenarios where you have your opponent set up, then they win when they have you set up which, you know, it happens both ways. Sometimes you're going to be the one setting them up. Sometimes they're going to set you up. On average, if you win 60 extra dollars, which in this game would be uh, 10, 20 big blinds, depending on exactly what the blinds are, or the straddle is at this point in time. If you win an extra 10 big blinds every single time this happens, you're just going to crush your opponents in the long run. So make sure you use the proper bet sizings. We discuss this a lot at pokercoaching.com. I have a cash game masterclass where I go through exactly this, where a lot of people make this error and they don't even know they're making the error because they won the pot. They got called on all three streets. That's great, right? Well, it's great until you do a little bit of math and realize that, you know, if you set your opponent up, let's say 20 times over the course of the year and you lose out on 10 big blinds every single time that happens, that's 200 big blinds that just goes away from your win rate because you use the slightly wrong bet size. A lot of people think I'm nitpicking whenever I say, you know, bet an extra few dollars here and there, but it turns out when you run these situations over and over and over and over and over again, that extra few dollars adds up to a lot of money over the course of a year. This is a long-term game we're playing. 
And I would rather all of you win a lot of money than um, a lot of money minus some. So make sure you're studying, make sure you're using the proper bet sizes. And the times where you typically want to be betting pretty big are when you have middle or bottom set because you don't block the top pairs from your opponent's range and top pairs just don't fold. So that's me it for today. Hope you enjoyed this. Again, check out pokercoaching.com. We have loads of content there. It's completely free to get a trial membership where you can check out the site. And uh, if you learn something, sign up. And you know, if you do sign up and you don't learn anything, you think it doesn't add value, ask for a refund and I will give you a refund if you ask for a refund within 30 days. Because if I don't help you get better at poker, I don't want or deserve your money. I've taken many, many, many poker players from being losing poker players to substantial winners. And if I don't help you, well, you shouldn't pay me. <laughs> That's how it works. We're not one of those training sites that's going to charge you a load of money up front and then not ever give you a refund and not even talk to you. We have a good support team. We have great coaches. And it is our job to make you successful at poker. So check it out at pokercoaching.com. Good luck in your games. And I'll talk to you next time.